0: Before the bloodbath begins, slither your way to the host's socials. For the podcast, slash to Twitter at the BHO underscore podcast, Instagram at the Barons Heider underscore podcast, to stab the Aaron's accounts, Twitter at double AA row three, and Instagram at double AA row. Find the podcasts on your favorite apps and Patreon enjoy the slaying, and try to stay alive. For the next period of time, strap in as the hosts rip and tear up the unsuspecting guests, in which deliver the dark secrets and methods of the genre. In his bloodbath, no one gets out alive. This is Within
1: the barriers.
0: Welcome, I'm your host Dustin, Uh, Aaron's not able to make it tonight due to an emergency, but we are doing our third episode um, of Within the Barrens, Coloros Scared, a little intro for Within the Barrens, and today we have a very special guest, um, Jason Miller, who is known uh, for Being a UK um, illustrator, plus a comic book artist, you've also done work with Fright Rags. You um, started a, uh, I think before you did uh, the new one, The Hell, you were pretty much famous for doing um, Death School. And um, like I just said, now you have The Hell that's going to be coming out. And you've also done some commissions for um, also one of our friends, uh, Dean of the Dead. We have some of his hot sauce right over here. So, um, How are you doing, man?
1: I'm good, man. Thank you very much for having me
0: on. Yeah, it's 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 honestly like our pleasure. Um, we've been trying to reach out to as many people as possible to kind of get this new um, interview um, series or season, whatever you want to call it. So it's it's awesome to have, you know, a variety of uh, horror folk, not just directors and actors, but, you know, artists, because, you know, everybody deserves a little bit of a, the limelight, you know. So it, it's awesome to have you on. I know you just did a convention over the weekend, so um, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, it was uh, HorrorCon UK, or something wicked it calls itself, and it's in Sheffield in England, in the UK, Um, and it was my first convention since the dreaded COVID. So it was just great being back out there with real-life horror fans and just chatting horror and everything for like a straight 48 hours and not being looked at like an absolute weirdo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah it was great it was really busy and bustling i got to catch up with some old friends and some new friends it was it was brilliant i absolutely loved it man it's brilliant
0: yeah that's awesome we we're actually starting to get all of our conventions back over here too and um <laughs> i went to one about a month ago actually not even like less than a month ago they were doing like a halfway to halloween type thing it was really small but just being able to go out there and just look at uh, you know all the people who have been shut in for so long, and all the art and all the stuff that they have coming out. Because like you had so much time to go and you know make all these things, and now you're actually finally mm-hmm. able to show off what you've been making and um, yeah. we backed your uh, your new comic, The Hell. And uh, I just sense. read through the digital one because I'm waiting for the physical to come in, and I am very very excited for it because the art looks fucking awesome. Uh, uh, I love your you, style. Dave. Oh,
1: thank you, thank yeah. you very much.
0: And uh, I guess we can kind of talk about Dean. We can throw him under the well, not the bus, but we'll we'll throw him <laughs> into the grinder right now. So, how did that come about? How did you uh, guys uh, you know um, knock heads together and create this from um, the crypt?
1: Um, Dean messaged me via Facebook. I think we both kind of like followed each other from the UK scene, and we we've got mutual friends. Um, a, a guy called Gareth Gibson, he did his logo, um. We were He he was kind of like the first connecting block that added us into the sort of friend group and stuff. And um, Dean approached me and he he, um, said to me that I really want, I'm doing these like uh, three sauce barbecue box sets um, with some rubs and stuff in the summer. I really would love a um, small comic strip to kind of put in with it. And it kind of went from there. And I was just like, yeah, man, yeah, I'm down. I I know you from like the convention scene and stuff. I'm absolutely 100% down for doing something with you. And it was it's sort of like um, himself um, and sort of classic monsters facing off in like a chili eating contest. And one by one, they kind of explode and set on fire. And Dean's like the last zombie standing. (laughs) And like, yeah, ever since then, it's been kind of like a, a match made in hell, so to speak. We're just one thing after the next now we've done beers and little icons and um hot sauces and all sorts. Yeah, so we're, we're always looking for the next project to work on
0: that's awesome it's so good to hear that you now uh somebody who uh we actually met through the podcast dean and uh, we became really close friends with and now that we're kind of like branching out to all the people he knows so it's really cool to kind of incorporate you into the family and you now see all this awesome Art that you make, because uh, I used to collect comic books a lot. It was a, <laughs> I had to stop because it was such a, a um, money sink for me because I would be spending like three or four hundred dollars a week just on comics. It was really, really oh, bad. Oh, yeah, it was really I was bad. bad. <laughs> um, so I'm I'm really um, intrigued by all like the the horror um, art that you do in your comics. Um, I was trying to go through some of the other ones, and I, I wanted eventually get through all of the comics you have and own all of them. Cause I think your art is is great. I just love how it's to me, it's like very different than any other, um, comics out there. And especially for the art that you did for ails from the crypt, I know it's kind of an homage to obviously tales from the crypt and it came great. out brilliant. And, uh, seeing it on all the crafty beer bottles and people holding it is, is really cool. Um, and I know that we're we're in the U.S., so we're not able to get all that stuff. The only reason why I have this is because Dean came over and he and we met him. So that was really, really cool Um to, you know, actually sit down yeah. and show him around. I uh, took him around Salem and everything, and he was just like a, a kid oh. in a candy shop. It was great. Oh,
1: mate, I saw his photos. I've got severe envy. I mean, I'm, I'm not a big traveler by any stretch, but when he put in photos up from Salem, God damn. <laughs> Hey, whenever was,
0: you, you want to come over, I'll do the exact same thing for you, man. I'll take you around and show you all the good stuff. It was, it was a blast. It, it really was. Meeting him and Laura was, was great. Uh, yeah, definitely man. a highlight of our year. Um, another thing that I'm, I'm kind of curious um, is what started your love of horror and, and getting into the
1: art? So my, my love of horror was actually started by my granddad, I think, by accident. <laughs> um, and that always happens. So- um so <laughs> i used to kind of uh stay over my nana granddad's uh, quite a bit in the summer so my mum and dad could go to work and things like that and there was this one saturday night i was like i want to go home at like 3 a.m mm-hmm. and he was still up like watching john wayne movies and stuff because that was his his guy and i wouldn't go back to bed and he had the genius idea of showing me nightmare on elm street oh, uh, no. it's like <laughs> at like aged eight or nine and um and it kind of had the opposite effect. I ended up sitting there watching the whole film, absolutely loving it. Um, I think I made the connection because his name was Fred as well. Oh, okay. So I was like, yeah, this ain't scary. I get this. This is really cool. And um, and then like, the next day, my mum and dad came to pick me up. And I was like, oh, granddad let me watch a horror movie. And they're like, what? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't scared though. Oh, I wasn't scared. And so we had this sort of unwritten agreement that I could rent whatever I wanted from the video shop on a Friday night, as long as I kind of didn't go crying to them in the middle of the night and didn't get scared and stuff. And that's kind of where the love of horror came from for me. I just, there, as I say, I was video shops all the time and getting whatever I get my hands on.
0: Yeah, that's like kind of like the same thing with me. But I was afraid of everything from the age of, like, from what I can remember of, like, 8 to 14. Mm. My first horror movie was um, Halloween 1978, and it's still my nice. favorite. I have, like, almost all of the masks back here oh, nice. and a bunch of other stuff over here. But, um, yeah, uh, my grandparents kind of let me watch whatever the hell I wanted, um, mm. even if it was, you know, stuff I wasn't supposed to be watching. <laughs> Um that was one of the ones that we watched and I watched it with my mom and um there was numerous times where I had to like stop watching cuz there was too much at that age. Yeah. Um, I couldn't even like go and go through haunts or anything like that. I was so afraid. But um around the age between like 14 and 16 I really started embracing like trying to conquer my fear of all these movies and everything and I kind of yeah. started my love of horror so I would always go to my grandparents' house because I knew they'd always let me go and watch whatever the hell I wanted. So, um, Excellent. We definitely did that. That's um, so really cool to know that you you all kind of had like the same effect. And I think it was like the same with mm-hmm. Dean, if I remember. I think he said that his first move was also Nightmare on Elm Street. So that's also a really, really cool yeah, thing. Man. So You guys are bonding over so many other things. <laughs> it's great. And
1: do, do you know, the weird thing is as well, we live about less than 40 minutes away from each other. And we never knew it wasn't until really recently. We kind of went, you live there. Oh, you live there. Oh my God. That's down the road. Yeah. That's,
0: that's awesome that you guys are, you know, starting to make this really, really close friendship. And I want to see more. I I really do. I want to see whatever the hell you guys go and do. I want to see it because he's got a crazy mind. You got a crazy mind. So putting those (laughs) two together, you know, it's a match made in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I making basically about a week we passed about a hundred voice notes to each other today about different projects. <laughs> it yeah, is definitely yeah. more coming.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's always, always on the move of doing new things. That's what I love about him too, is that he just doesn't stop. He's a machine. Yeah. yeah he really, man. really is. Um and uh another thing is since you are mainly a comic book artist, um, what brought you into Fright Rags? Like uh what was your project
1: with them? Um so i should probably go back to like a couple of years years before it okay um so comics is is like a really tough world to kind of break into um and i had done a book for a, a company called printed in blood i don't know if you've heard of them i they're have just yep. yeah they're just like releasing the new halloween art book now and um, i was in their first one uh, the thing art book oh that's awesome and um we got to go down to a place called Forbidden Planet in London to do a massive signing. There was nearly like 20 of the artists who were like UK based and one from Belgium who'd come over for it. It was crazy. Wow. And um, I got chatting to this guy and he was like, yeah, he goes, um, I work for Tops and Upper Deck. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, um, they're, they're trading cards, but I did like art cards for them. I was like, oh, that sounds brilliant. That, like, can you hook me up and get me in touch with them? and he was like yeah no, no not a problem and he helped me out getting in touch um so i started off working with tops and doing the walking dead and um some uh, star wars and things like that oh, that's awesome um, and then upper deck came along and i started doing marvel and uh, Teenage Mutant ninja turtles and stuff like that all these things as a kid i loved and i'm like i'm putting my name's like official merchandise now. This awesome is, this is crazy and and then lo and behold fright rags started doing cards it was really kind of random how it came about and i saw they'd done like house of a thousand corpses which is my my favorite rob zombie film and i was like oh i'd love to get on that and then i saw they'd done dawn of the dead Ah, yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i'm talking about then
0: I'm dropping things over here but I'm trying to get because I think I got a signed one from it too but yeah, yeah. I saw that, that they were doing those and I saw the, the Day of the Dead ones and I was like I get that I haven't even opened all of them to be honest wow. um, yeah that's really really cool
1: Yeah, man. And like coming from a generation like yourself that grew up on wax packs and, you know, getting the bubblegum stick and stuff. I was I was super stoked because I loved the way they were kind of putting them out and the boxes look really retro and the packaging really retro and stuff like that. And I just happened to get in touch with them and they asked me to send some samples and stuff. And a couple of the samples I sent weren't even horror. They were um, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation cards that I've just (laughs) done. (laughs) Really random. It's like (laughs) cousin Eddie, you know, and Clark Griswold, and they come back and like, have we missed original cards, like trading cards and them? I was like, no, 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 they're just like my my own personal stock. And they're like, yeah, do you want to do some work with us? And I was like, yeah. And it was that simple. I I wish it was like some sort of more convoluted (laughs) story where I had to like beg them and stuff. But yeah, they um they were they were super nice and everything. And they asked me to do Chucky. And again, another franchise I grew up with and loved. And I was like, of course, yeah, 100%. And they were like, but we just want you to draw the dolls. And I was like, that won't be a problem. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: I think they're still up on their site for sale too. I, I was trying to see if they had a, a box, any box sets left, but obviously mm. it was sold out like within minutes. So that's, that's awesome that you were able to go and do all this stuff and especially working on projects. And I you know... um other series and stuff that you grew up with like teenage mutant ninja turtles my son is like obsessed with so I'm gonna have to go and, and get all those now and, and look them out look out for them and uh, I want to pick up all the chucky ones so that's mm. that's awesome. Um do you want to do more work um with that or do you want to keep sticking mainly with the comics and hopefully that uh kind of uh pushes through
1: I I'm a never say never guy so if the right project came up with the cards one hundred percent. I'm always I'm always open to people coming at me with different things. Um, there's there's a few sort of licenses now. I feel like I've kind of I'm spent on not because I dislike the license or the company it's with. It's just when you've drawn sort of and again this is no disrespect to people that do it because there's some fantastic artists that are better than yeah. I am at it. They look like they're like peeled off a poster. <laughs> when for me I, I've drawn like Darth Vader like 500 times. And I love him, but it's kind of like Star Wars. I feel kind of like burnt out on, so whether or not I'll go back to it one day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but it, I, I look for like the fresh and the difference. Like when Ninja Turtles came up, I was like chomping their arm off. I was like, yeah, get me on that list. I want to be on that list.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got to keep things fresh. You can't be doing the same thing over and over again. So yeah. I, I always feel like that's a, you know kind of like the downfalls of being in the, in the art industry is that you kind of get stuck doing one thing. And now that you're kind of, uh, well, you are independent um, yeah. and you, you do kind of, you know, reach out and do other things. So it's really cool that you have all these ideas. You can do what you want. And then mm-hmm. every now and then someone's like, hey, do you want to go and do something for this franchise or something? You're like, hell yeah, you know, kind of spice things up a bit. So that's that's really cool.
1: Yeah, man, that's that's 100% it. That's, that's like the motto of my life. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you
0: got to, you have to keep things fresh. Otherwise you're going to be down in a hole and you're going to be like, this sucks. <laughs> I need to go do something else. You know, I <laughs> don't want to burn out
1: again. That's exactly where I was getting to. Like, I took I took a set, and I I really struggled. It took me like double the amount of time, and mm. and I just like you know what I'm, I've got to put Star Wars to bed for a little bit. And there there was there's still some fantastic artists I know that work on it, and I could I could run a list off a mile long, and they're still great friends of mine on on Facebook and stuff like that. But yeah, I just for me i just i, I think cuz i'm i'm more horror yeah that's that's what it was i i i love star wars i mean who doesn't
0: yeah but exactly
1: I, I i just i kind of got to that point oh
0: ah, nice um so for the comics was it something that you were always into or did you um you know start out drawing and then you kind of figured like hey I could probably do this uh, for a living and just kind of branch out and do your own thing.
1: Um, I grew up reading uh, 2000 AD, um, like it's like a British publication over here with Judge Dredd and stuff like that, and Road Trooper, and um, Spider Man and Batman. Basically, anything my dad was reading because he was a big comic book fan before me. Mm. So I just used to get sat down. Um, At his work on a Saturday morning when he had to go in with his big stack of comic books, (laughs) a big pad of paper. And I just used to copy panels out of the ones I really enjoyed. Um, And then eventually it started to be I would copy the shape of the person, like copy Spider-Man, but put my own character in over the top.
0: That's definitely a good way to start.
1: And that's kind of where I started and started going from.
0: Wow, that's awesome. See, so yeah, I, I grew up always wanting to, um, draw, and I just, I can't, I suck. I can't even do stick figures correctly. <laughs> it's awful. Um, and like I said, I used to be obsessed with comics. Like I have a whole, um, uh, like little cubby, uh, in the wall filled with like thousands of comic books. It was really bad. Um, and I was starting to get into the, the horror sphere of, um, comics, um, it's so weird because people think comic books are just superheroes. Um and it's not just that. It's a bunch of other things. Uh there's a local store near me that I would go to and it had a whole wall dedicated to horror comics. And it- I would go over there and I would look at it and I would at first I was like this is really weird. I want to see, you know, um superheroes and stuff because like I can go watch a horror movie and watch people get ripped <laughs> apart. But, um, when you start diving into the um the horror genre in comics, it goes so much deeper than just what the movies show you because you can go through so many issues and you're telling a really, really long story and then you mm-hmm. can draw things that you can't put on screen and to see how yeah. visceral things can get and like watch um reading through um the first issue of the hell that you uh you are putting out. And how just yeah. crazy that gets! It, I, I love it.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, man. Yeah, and and that that's kind of where my mind goes with it. It's like if I was going to make a slasher movie or a TV show about two video slacker clerks, you know, trying to defend against a portal from hell, and yeah. I had literally any budget I wanted, and and that that's that's where what I could do with it. Uh, and that's why I think I can, you can afford to get so crazy. I mean, like some of the comics I've read are, are better than some of the sequels to films that have come out out there. Um, I mean, you've got like uh, the Freddy versus Jason versus mm-hmm. Ash comics; they're insane. But you know, strangely, they make bits of Friday the Thirteenth make sense. You know, and and the storylines are fantastic. And you sit there and you think, God, if this was a film, yeah. You know, but then they'd probably never get the budget to do what was needed.
0: Oh, no, and that's yeah. that's a sad thing too. But then again, that's why we have comics and we have artists, and they can kind of <laughs> explore those worlds and realms and possibilities mm-hmm. that you know you won't be able to get a, a big enough budget to put to the screen, even if it's like a um, like a, a streaming only like series or something like that. Um. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I'm kind of curious on is do you have a personal favorite of any of the uh, works that you've done so far?
1: Uh, of my works.
0: Yeah, of yours. Or or even like other ones that you've done that that mm. aren't your works, like you know, like through um, tops or anything like that?
1: Um probably sorry, I'm squeaking all over the table, right? <laughs> <You're good. laughs> um Do you know what? At the moment it sounds super my, my favorite still probably is death school at the moment it was such like a labor of love and um you know he's my own character it's kind of like my own universe i've built around him and it was it, i'd sat on him for about four years oh, wow. or before I even actually yeah he, he and you know i was talking about them, like even his name was simon and he looked a little bit more uh, screamish like yep. Ghostface, mm-hmm. but like a really hedge version now now. of ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent man. But yeah. He, 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 looked a bit like Ghostface, but a little bit more like the size of Jason. And, um, and it just took lots of rewrites and stuff to get him there. I always knew it was going to sort of take place in a school and it's going to be a revenge story and stuff like that. But I, it just took a while to get in there. And then when COVID hit, that's when I took my chance. I went for him.
0: I mean, I, there are, I guess, a lot of positives um, sort of with COVID. It's like you're able to, you know, now kind of isolate yourself and really think about all the things that you want to do. And like you're saying with um, desk school and stuff, that you just took that leap of faith and you're like, I'm going to do this. And it, it paid off in the end, right?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, and like we mentioned earlier on, like at the horrorcon I was at the weekend, the creative side, where people just had time to create, was insane. Mm -hmm. There was so much to look at and so many incredible creations and pieces of art that people had done. You know, you can see they've they've put their heart and soul into it, and it was fantastic. And and you know, if one decent thing came out of COVID, it was that
0: yeah I have to agree on that too um even with the one that I went to that was really really small like just the amount of stuff people had just to display and show off uh is nuts, knowing that that you had that um amount of like creative juices like going through and and you had all this time to sit and think, and then it's like as soon as they popped the cork, it just went crazy, and everybody just has like an unlimited supply of ideas and Um, that's why I think it's really cool and, and something that people need to do is go to these horror conventions or go to any kind of convention and just support all these artists. Um, and not just all the big people, you know, all the small people like Jason, you're, you're still relatively small, even though you're, uh, you're, you're definitely, I think blowing up, especially because of this uh, convention you went to, I was seeing so many people post pictures of your stuff everywhere. (laughs) And I was like, this, (laughs) this is awesome. And like, even with like Dean, Dean is independent. Like he's, it's literally just Dean. He does everything himself with Laura and whatnot. And he's at every single convention and people are always posting stuff about his uh, products. So it's awesome to see that the smaller people are now starting to show um, what they're capable of and kind of outdo all these bigger brands Uh, especially with me I've been doing a lot of support with um, you know short films on Indiegogo or like you know um, first time directors or artists like yourself I'm supporting anything that you put out it's crazy to see how much stuff is coming out everywhere in in the horror genre Uh, I I can't get enough I really can't there
1: there was some fantastic kickstarters free lockdown I backed as well you know and I haven't been disappointed once with anything I've received, you know, it's, it's all just so fresh. Mm-hmm. And and that's the fun part. I mean, I love going back to the old classics. I mean, everyone does. I mean, like yourself, I can sit and watch Halloween over and over and over, and I can read the comics they did over and over. But it's so nice to kind of see like the fresh stuff now hitting like from the indie creators it's just coming from completely left field and doing this stuff.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess another thing, um, Uh, uh, I'm curious about is have you ever been over to the States to do any uh, conventions or anything over here for your your work?
1: I haven't, but that is clearly the dream. I was (laughs) just going to ask you, is that
0: something that you you would like to do?
1: Uh, 100%. Yeah, if I could get to a point where there was enough outcry in America, I I would be on the first plane over. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: You and Dean need to team up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go because
0: he's working to uh, to get over here as as hard as possible i'm trying to do as much as i can to help him out so if there's anything i can do to uh, get you over here um let me know man because i want to see more people from the uk come over here because there's a lot of good stuff in the uk mm-hmm. that we don't get over here and it sucks yeah. <laughs> i'm kind of like um I don't want to say dried up on what's going on over here in the U S but like art wise and everything. But I like to see what other countries are are doing uh, because it's always so vastly different than what we have over here. And I feel like over in the UK, you guys take chances when people over here are very, very safe is what it feels. And and I like to see people take those leaps of faith and see um, what they're doing is coming out um, way better than they were expecting.
1: Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Every country has its own sort of style and niche. I mean, you, you can see stuff from, like, Germany, the way they do it, Italy, and the way they do their stuff. It's yeah. every country's different. So for us over here, Amer- America's like the great white wow, where I'm looking <laughs> they're going, oh, my God, look at what they're putting out. But you're going, oh, I have seen it all done now. You know, and it's, it's it's weird to see, like, the yin-yang of it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that the stuff uh, over here isn't good. It is. (laughs) But it's just I love seeing other things because it's fresh. It's Mm. different. Uh, It could be way more visceral. It could be way more, you know, close to the heart. And um, that's definitely what I feel is going on over in the UK right now with a lot of artists and other things and and projects I'm seeing is that they're all taking a lot of chances, a lot of, like, big chances on things, especially, like, looking at – some of the photos i was seeing from the festivals that have been going on over there and just how ridiculously crowded and and great everything looks compared to what's going on over here i feel like conventions are not i won't say dying over here but they're just they're not as big as what they seem like over in the uk and dean tells me all the time like dude they're not as big over here as they are in the us but seeing the photos and stuff I'm telling you, I think you guys might be surpassing us with the the very few that he says that you guys have over there, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, we we get like there's there's two big horror cons over here, and one's the one we've just done, which is Horrorcon UK, um, and then you get for the love of horror, which is in October, and they're the two biggies, and um, and they're both brilliantly run, they're both really professional, but they're so different in how they're operating um i'd say that for the love of horror feels more like an american con there's just guest after guest after guest and reunions and stuff like that um but you know and then horror con in sheffield they had like people like malcolm mcdowell and nick frost and andrew divoff and people like that you know they they kind of get they get like less guests but it's sort of like really rare people you get at these things yeah for us and um but yeah they they are starting to really pick up traction now which is really nice because we have a couple of sort of huge comic cons where they're just they're they're really sort of americanized which just it's just pure footfall it's almost like just chaos <laughs>
0: nothing wrong with that you got to got to have a little bit of chaos to have some fun
1: oh um, indeed yeah <laughs>
0: so uh like one of the biggest um festivals this isn't really a convention but it's it's kind of being turned into a convention for Next year, that's very, very local to us is the Salem Horror Fest. I'm sure Dean's probably talked to you about that, yeah. like nonstop. Um, and this way, he's trying to get into, and I'm, I'm trying to help him at any way that I possibly can because um, uh, K is a friend of the show, who is the uh, the director over there, and um, yeah. they're making it really, really big in in April of next year, and I'm really excited to see um, where it's going because um, this is. Out of the season, it's not during October when it usually is. And October in Salem is a trash pile because there's so many people there. It's hard to navigate or visit anything. So I'm very excited to see how that is. And um, I think if you were trying to come over here and get into uh, the scene of festivals Mm -hmm. and conventions, that would be a very good way of getting your foot in. Uh, Just because of how big it's going to be next year in april um i'm very excited to see what Kay has up her sleeve
1: amazing that sounds awesome man
0: yep and um get with dean see if he's getting any details or anything like that because i'm sure that he would he'd like come along man we will support each other (laughs) because obviously you guys have done works together and and whatnot and um i kind of want to lead this into um with the new project they have going on um the hell what um what made you come up with uh, this idea, and um, was there any other inspirations that brought you to try to do something like this? Um, I know there's a lot of references in it, and I, I love the references, <laughs> and um, I really want people to to read this um, and uh, you know be awed by what's going on because it's crazy. It starts off, you know, kind of uh, you know just you know two people running a store, and then it just yeah. goes batshit. So I'm kind <laughs> of curious how this came about
1: so um obviously I, I did deaf school and deaf school was like my feature film um yeah. and I realized I was very tied into kind of one one storyline um and I always wanted to do more of like a tv show idea so that's kind of where the hell kind of started I was like right okay if I was doing a tv show what would I do okay um, and then I started to reflect on the TV shows I really loved kind of growing up and things I like now. So I was like, oh, I really loved Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I really loved like Chilling Tales of Sabrina, um, Stranger Things, kind of like the real kind of horror sci-fi stuff with, that yep. was tinged with humour. And, um, and then I was like, okay, I don't really want to set it now. When can I set it? And I was thinking, what about if I set it in like the 90s? So I kind of tried to tie it into, like, uh, being in the mid-90s. So I was like, okay, I said in 1996, this is all a big brainstorm I'm doing. I've got a whole sketchbook. I'm just writing crazily, like, right? um, and I was like, I said in 1996, okay, I'm going to have the characters work in a video shop.
0: Perfect idea.
1: Yeah, and I thought, well, what could I call the video shop? And I was like, I'm going to call it the Video Castle, because that's what I called a video shop in the deaf school. So I'm like kind of creating this, my own little kind of universe where everything kind of ties in. And, um, and I was like, okay, so let me start thinking about how this could happen. And I thought, okay, well I need, I need bad guys. So I thought, okay, what's the worst that they could be? They could all be from hell. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And it, I just started running the ideas then. And I, I, I always felt like scarecrows are terrifying.
0: Yeah. I, and I, i'm on that too yeah they are pretty scary uh, yeah and,
1: and it's really strange they're so few and far between and i thought right okay i'm gonna have demonic scarecrows as my first kind of villains and um and that's yeah that's kind of where it went from but yeah so it's kind of where i describe it to people it's if you took buffy and sabrina and you wedged them into a really gory horror movie <laughs> but then you just sprinkled a little bit of kevin smith over the top
0: oh yeah i can feel that yeah
1: yeah and and that's kind of what i wanted the feel to be like of the comic and i'm I, I i should be calling them issues but i keep calling them episodes
0: <laughs> hey that's fine that's something that's something new because then um who knows maybe somebody would pick it up like hey we want to turn this into an actual show that would yeah, be it's- dope
1: yeah, man, I, I'm here for it. If anyone wants to give me millions of dollars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's
0: get Jason to make his The Hell um, mini series. We'll put you on yeah. Shudder.
1: Yeah, man, I'm down with that. I'll be very much down with that. But, yeah, so that, that's kind of how it started. And then I was obviously I needed names for the characters, so they're called um, Sonny and Dawn. Um, And, you know, it, it's they're just these two young teenage girls that work in a video shop and one halloween the shit hits the fan
0: yeah <laughs> very quickly too oh yeah. man those those poor teenagers <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed it a lot i'm actually going to read it again after we're through with this cuz there's a lot of um things i felt like i missed going through cuz you have mm. so many references to everything that i think mostly everybody will will get mm. um especially with um you know some of the, the masks that you have in there um, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much for anybody who hasn't seen it. So um, this is um, currently out to buy since uh, the uh, Indiegogo was uh, successful, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I, what I tried to do, I shipped everything out to all the backers. Um, and I've literally just reopened my Etsy store um, today, like about an hour before we came on here. Awesome. And the hell, the hell is on there now. It's on there as an issue one. And um, this is an issue one
0: of a three-issue arc. All right, awesome. I'm definitely going to be grabbing all the rest of those. Um, is there any other projects that you have uh, that you would like to do or anything in the works right now? Or are you just focusing on this one right now and then going to branch out and possibly do something else?
1: Um, well, I've, I'm going to try and wrap up the hell first, at least this yep. story arc um and i know a few people at Horicon were talking about working with me there's a, a um a couple of different comic companies and uh, a couple of other people that already want to do even just do a one shot stuff like that so I'm, I'm kind of down with that um but yeah so at the moment it's all focused on the hell and then um i can be a bit of a scatterbrain sometimes when i'm drawing <laughs> so I, i'm already started planning Death school too awesome um so yeah i'm I, you know so I'm, I'm kind of always looking at the next thing and what i've got other comic ideas i want to do as well but they're they're barely even a title yet
0: that's awesome <laughs> I, I need to go and uh pick up all the things that i don't have right now so now that you have uh the etsy store opened up everybody go support jason um because you have amazing work um I really think you and Dean need to do a, an actual series of Ales from the Crypt. I really do. <laughs> no,
1: I, I think that is the plan. Or you mean oh, like an actual comic book? Yeah. Oh, an actual comic book. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that's not the plan.
0: <laughs> no, no, you should definitely go, definitely go and do that and do like a whole different thing. I got to talk to him about that and be like, yeah. Hey, you need to think of something and get back to Jason. Cause I think <laughs> it as like an actual comic you, you buy, buy the craft beer, get the comic. That'd be, that'd be awesome
1: hundred percent I think that'd be quite a good like a subscription box
0: <laughs> yeah that'd be that would be sick and like, here's a couple yeah. of his hot sauces and stuff like that that's yeah. that's great um let me see if there was any other questions do um so who inspired your artwork style um was there a specific person or are you kind of drawing from a bunch of other people to uh, create your um own style
1: um so Growing up, it was people like Neil Adams, um, James O'Barr, um, then moving on to people like Tony Moore, um, Greg Capullo, Todd McFarlane, um, just Rob Liefeld, Jim Lee. You know, the list just goes All on the good and ones, on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it, it, um, uh, John Romata Jr., seeing there's so many that I I grew up reading and even now I still look at people's stuff and I'm constantly evolving because I I look at people's like oh okay that's a really interesting way you've done that or that's a really interesting way you've taken that panel and looked at it and you know and that's what I love about doing art it's I'm constantly evolving and and I think every artist that works is constantly evolving and that's why it's so brilliant even if you don't see an artist work for a couple of years and you kind of come back to it it's it's completely different
0: yeah that's definitely true and that that's cool that you you um recognize that you're evolving i feel like um when i talk to people who are who are friends who do art artwork and stuff they always feel like they're kind of stuck at this one spot and they, they can never like break out of it um mm-hmm. so i guess uh what you're saying is like just kind of take a break if that's like the case and you know keep pushing forward um uh, mm-hmm. And you can definitely see it from um, Death School over to uh, the Hell. I can definitely see that things are definitely getting way more wacky on your end, and that's a good thing. (laughs) Um, Good, (laughs) that's a good thing. And I I really hope everybody goes to pick up the Hell because I enjoyed the first one. I I love the colors that you're using, um, the the dialogue that's going on with just how crazy everything is is going in that for you Mm know one night and it's not even over is nuts i'm very very excited for the next issue um but no rush no rush
1: (laughs) (laughs) well i I have already started planning the issue and um, i was kind of working on it before i went to Horicon. so i've started like sort of thumbing and roughing it out so i kind of know where it's going and i've got some new characters coming in in issue two um and uh, like a little uh the next issues is like the the journey to get to the end so to speak so it gets a little bit more crazy so yeah, yeah. if you nice. like crazy you'll be here for it <laughs> yes
0: i love crazy i love wacky um and you're also your own writer too correct you do all like your your dialogue and everything you don't have everybody else that works underneath you
1: no no it's all me the, the only thing i would admit is my wife is my editor because <laughs> she says I, I i write like i speak so, <laughs> so she has to check it Nice, i love yeah, that so, too
0: just seeing how everybody can do all these things essentially themselves and find success in it um so you and dean are very alike and that's that's awesome and i'm here to support both of you and anybody else who comes along and i want everybody else to go and support all the works that you do um i mean unlike dean your stuff is uh accessed pretty much throughout the whole world and dean's locked into the uk for for reasons and uh Kind of sucks for him, but it's really really cool. Um, is there also
1: it's It's good for us though because we get to keep all these hot sauces and beers to (laughs) ourselves, (laughs)
0: that is true. Because he he makes all his batches like fresh, so that's another really good thing. Um, uh, another thing is is there any way for people to get any of these copies digital or is it strictly uh paperback?
1: Um, I from the the uh the backing, you'll know I do digital copies, um, Mm -hmm. I don't tend to put them on my etsy store um but if people want a digital copy they can just drop me a message and i I set up like a a purchase for them and then i just we transfer it to them because they're too big to send by our email um so i that's how i tend to do it
0: okay that's pretty simple and a good way to go about it um uh, there's anything else I think that pretty much covers everything that I was really curious about. Is there any uh, anything else that you want to touch up on that you think people need to know about or or anything that you want people to go and um, look for on your Etsy store?
1: Um, I mean, I've got prints on there. I've got original art as well. Um, you know, I am open for commissions. And if someone's got an idea they want to get back, get to me and speak to me about, I'm, I'm open and listening. Um But yeah, yeah, that's really it. My my Etsy store can be found via my Instagram. So it's a little link in my bio to my link tree and my store's in there. Awesome.
0: I'm going to be taking another check at it. And I actually might be reaching out to you too um, for commission-wise because I have an idea of something. So I'm going to bring it by Mm -hmm. you. Actually, I'm probably going to talk to Dean about it first because he always likes to spice up my ideas. (laughs) So I'll go to him and then I'm probably going to reach out to you because I have something uh, I want to work on for for the show. Um, yeah, so, so that's awesome. Hit me up. Oh, definitely. Well, and now that you're part of the family, we'll be in contact um, pretty uh, periodically. And I would love to get you back on and actually talk about, you know, actual horror movies and whatnot. That's another thing that we're always open of having is having you come on and just discuss some movies with us.
1: I do love a good chat about horror movies. You might want oh, yeah, sna- you, you to bring snacks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So,
0: well, we'll definitely set that up. I want to get Dean on the call too to get all of us kind of, uh, uh, bumping heads. And, uh, I know Aaron wasn't able to make it here tonight, but I, I think I asked all the questions that he, he wanted to ask as well. Um, so, uh, Jason, that was, that was really fun. I know it's really, really short, but, um, I'm sure there'll be a lot more that we could talk about, uh, Next time we get everybody into a room, there'll be a lot of, uh, I don't know,
1: heads uh bumping into each other and whatnot. Oh, I lost you there for a second. Oh, you back? I'm back, I'm back. I got you. All right.
0: So I was just saying that um, I think that's pretty much all that uh, uh, we have to cover mm-hmm. and that we'll set up another thing to get everybody on here. Cause I want to get everybody into the same room and i you know kind of bump heads and, some more horror and whatnot so it's really cool to uh, sit down and pick your brain on your your process of doing all this and all the things that you've done really cool to know that you were picked up by Tops and then you just got thrown right into Fright Rags and did some mm-hmm. stuff for them I gotta make sure I at least pick up one pack of the Chucky series because I think they're still right. live on their site
1: that's, yeah, that's awesome that sounds great no, well thank you very much for having me it's been awesome chatting and stuff and I'll definitely come back on 100%
0: Oh yeah, I'll I'll actually send you a message after this, and I'll give you the whole list of what we have going on this year. Mm-hmm. And I'll send it to Dean again because I know he's been trying to get on here as well. So maybe we'll try to get something for you both to be on, and then we can go from there, man.
1: Yeah, man, sounds sick to me. Sounds good.
0: All right, awesome. I know this was a short one, guys, but uh, it was short and sweet. We learned a lot of stuff about Jason, and um, I'm really looking forward to all the other um, issues that are coming out from the Hell. And make sure you go check out all of his other works on his Etsy. And uh, this was the Barons Hideout Podcast. I was your host, Dustin, and that was Jason Miller. So please go support the little guys, everybody, uh, regardless of where you are in the world. Go support them. Thank you so much, Jason, for being here, man.
1: Uh, thank you, Dave. Thank you.